Welcome to the Foxy Podcast. Time with the show brought to you by Freeform Freakout. The show is produced at KMSU Studios in Mankato, Minnesota. And here on the Foxy Podcast, we try to dig deeper into underground and experimental sounds of the past and present. And welcome to episode number 105 of the Foxy Podcast show. Hope you're all doing well out there, wherever you're listening from. We are joined here in the studio by our good friend, Chris Berry, who has been coming down for many, many years. <laughs> Every year we we always mistake it. I, I want to say we're probably at like 15, 35, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, something like that. <laughs> but uh, welcome, Chris. I know it's usually August when this goes down, but, you know, we've had, we have lives. Things happen. Things happen. And uh, so we're a little month off, but that's fine. You know, the good thing about it, though, is I know for a fact that it's much cooler 
you didn't have to sweat it out in the non-air conditioned car like you have in the past. <laughs> That's right. So the records are, you know, we don't have to worry about warped records, <laughs> sweat or anything like that. So we're in a much better position here. Definitely. And hunkering down in the studio. So if you've listened over the years, you know that Chris just comes down with a crate full of records and surprises. It's great for me. I just told him that, you know, like this is one of my favorite things throughout the year because I just kind of kick back. I just get to cue things up and play it. And I, you know, I, it, I get to hear all this stuff that I've been wanting to hear. And, and I have no idea, actually. I haven't even looked at what you've brought today. So this is all going to be surprises for me throughout. Though I am peering across and see a Blue Chemise record, so that's pretty sweet. <laughs> yes. That's a great album. That's coming up. But yeah, we started off the show with a single from Robert Wyatt at Last I'm Free. Old Rough Trade, was that eight, mid-80s, early 80s? Mid-80s, yeah. Chic cover. And I, I have, I do like Chic, but I don't like that song really. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I love that's one of my favorite Robert Wyatt songs, and so um, good. Seemed like a nice way to start things, <laughs> kind of ease us into it, huh? <laughs> yeah, because it's all gonna get pretty rough after this. <laughs> no, <I'm just> kidding. <laughs> yeah, Might take a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we're we're um. What we usually do is yeah, Chris brings a bunch of stuff to play, and we usually carve out a little bit of time somewhere in the show to talk label-related things. Chris is responsible for the Soft Abuse uh, label and also, I guess, co-runs a label with Glenn Donaldson called Fruits and Flowers, which there's there's some activity on the horizon some for both. activity, yes. So it's been a quiet year so far. Yeah, nary a thing, but uh, yeah. there's a few things in the pipe, so. Yeah, I think last time I th- you just chose to put everything on at the very end of the year, <laughs> so there's kind of a recurring <laughs> theme here, like, yeah. yeah, just do it all in one shebang and just <laughs> be done with it, right? There's, you know, maybe that's good. I wish I was planning that way. It didn't. Yeah, <laughs> just it's a business strategy. That's yeah, right. let's just call it that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's, let's just jump into things here. We've got a tape from Christina Schneider, uh, probably one of the last of the batch from OSR tapes, right? If, or yeah. Maybe not the last. I'm trying to think. It was, yeah, I think they that put last whole, year. Uh, they put out a whole slew of titles at the end, I think like 20-some. So Yeah, that one. this one really stood out, so I got a big box from them and um i i really love this tape um mm-hmm. reminds me a lot of kate laban or um like that more recent kate laban or like you know british diy-ish yeah pop. yeah yeah there's um, that other so record that was that one tropical one that she plays with uh mm-hmm. zach on i can't remember the name of that record but yeah yeah she's yeah that's a good comparison and that sort of like I don't want to say twee pop, that's wrong, but like the DIY pop vein for sure. Yeah. But yeah, this is from her tape uh, called Violence, Etc. And we're going to play a track called, I have to look again, Free Luck, right? Free Luck. All right, so here it is. Uh, Christina Schneider here on the Foxy Podcast. Free Luck with a ton of
you get so
Wrapping up that uh, first block of music was a cool little uh, seven inch there that you brought, a Japanese artist. Do you want to take a stab at the name? I, I think it's Kiyoaki Iwamoto. Um, Sugi is the name of the seven inch EP. Yeah, from the 80s, and he was in a band with Tori Kudo. That's how oh, I Oh, is he? Yeah. Uh, found out about that. He was in a band called Guys and Dolls with Tori Kudo. Nice. And I love the sound of that. That kind of. It almost reminds me of, what was it, not the Tolerance. Um, oh, yeah. That kind of Japanese. Like, like Vanity f- record. Yeah, that, I love that stuff. That's yeah. so great. Um, in front of that, a newer re- release, uh, one that is I've heard a lot of and I've been wanting to hear it, so I'm glad that you brought it. It's the uh, latest from Josh Abrams and Nat- Natural Information Society. Uh, the album's called Simul Tonality. You got to slow it down there. <laughs> That's great stuff a long piece that we could kind of settle in because after all those quick little (laughs) we didn't need to catch our breath (laughs) we had a turntable malfunction we've had all kinds of things and i think we're good now yeah but yeah that's a great album it's excellent i i i stand by all of his music Mm -hmm. for sure yeah Um, i mean really like the bitch and bajas record the one he made with Bitch and Bajas is yeah. excellent too from a couple of years ago. Because this is the second, like, in this, it's kind of a series, right? Isn't it like a trilogy that he's doing? I don't, yeah, probably. Like, but art, I mean, the artwork's the same. Right, right. Or, you know, a uh, similar theme, I guess, mm-hmm. artwork. Maybe. Yeah, the, tra- the yeah. track that we played from that was called Sideways Falls and uh, came out this year. Um, I think that'll be a record that uh, will be on. Some lists. Uh, some lists, yeah. What's not? Yeah, Everybody loves lists. We shouldn't go there yet. Too <laughs> soon. Too soon. Uh, a group from... So what are your 10 favorite Steely Dan songs? <laughs> oh, jeez. I, I hate lists. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I, like, I, I think I instantly started to beat up, up a sweat. Like, oh, my God. I don't know if I can list 10 Steely <laughs> no, Dan songs. I can't either. <laughs> Proud of it. Yeah. <laughs> we heard from Mordecai. Montana group, right? Montana, yeah. Yeah. From a seven-inch single out on Sophomore Lounge, What Is Art? That was the title, title track. track. You're really bringing home the uh, seven-inch EPs here. Yeah, I got that. There's more where that came really? from. Really? <laughs> <laughs> That's a stack over here. <laughs> yeah, they're a great uh, trio. Um, yeah. Amazing band. They also had a uh, full length out this year. Mm-hmm. That's excellent. Um, Abstract Recipe, I think it's called. I'm spacing on the name. Yeah. Was that on... Is that Trouble in Mind they put that out? Mm, or? It's Testos- Testoster Tunes. Or gotcha. Oh, yes. Rich, yeah. Richie Records. 
Yeah, the uh, Philadelphia based. Yep. Cool. Yeah, and then we heard some stuff from Down Under, uh, some New Zealand stuff. Which you, you've had some connection to some of these people here. This is yeah. Poof, uh, which features Kraus and what was it Matt? Matt Plunkett. Yeah, he's in the Trendies. Okay, and I think he's had other projects, but um, yeah, this um, I I was in New Zealand this year, and I picked up. This tape actually in Australia. Mm -hmm. It was released in Australia, but um, the band is from uh, New Zealand. And I just missed meeting Matt and Dunedin. He was at the show. I didn't get to meet him, but Mm -hmm. um, I did meet Kraus in Auckland and got to see him play, which was pretty amazing. Right, yeah. There were some cool shows that were booked that uh, Stefan Neville put together yeah. in both Auckland and Dunedin, uh, Dunedin right? Yeah. yeah. And then there were shows in Australia, too, um, mm-hmm. that uh, the Mad Nana crew kind of put together. Yeah, so. and you were saying that this tape, actually, there's some connections to the Mad Nana crew because yeah, uh, Michael's uh, significant other put put this out, right? Yeah, Elena, Alana, mm-hmm. um, her first release on Tapeways. Nice stitched uh, f- uh, artwork yeah. there. Yeah, amazing package. Yeah, it's like fabric. <laughs> Very colorful. Yes. I'm sure you can you can hear that through the microphone. <laughs> it's coming through clearly. Now. I'm opening and closing <laughs> the packaging. <laughs> yeah, that was from, the release is called We Live in the Mind. We played a track called Band. Uh, and then we played a short little one from a group called Standing on the Corner, a self-released uh, record. I'm not familiar with this one at all. Yeah, I think they're uh, pretty young guy, New York guys, kind of a ab- like abstract hip hop thing. Yeah, that was the cover. I was yeah. wondering if we're getting into like Lil B <laughs> yeah. territory or something, but that one didn't sound too much no, like that at all. No, there's some really nice uh, kind of interlude tracks on mm-hmm. there. That I mean, I, I like the full tracks too, but there's some really kind of strange, uh, mm-hmm. like 30 second tracks yeah. throughout it's a cool record though we played some the record that i spotted that i did recognize the the blue shimmy uh influence on dusk lp one of my favorites of the year uh, came out very early on but uh hopefully you're able to grip that look around if you haven't uh comes out on greedy ventilator it's mark who runs greedy ventilator he's behind this project has a brand new seven inch out too on was it uh that italian yeah. label not italian oh, but italian swedish okay. yes it was el dici del barone um so i need to get my hands on that yeah for sure and we played part eight from that and then the christina schneider tape going yeah. back to the top that was a long set that was we uh we got our work in i think we've ironed <laughs> out the kinks so now smooth sailing from here on out yes but uh let's see what do we have queued up next we've got a seven inch uh, on the turntable right now from Don Lorenzi. Yeah, this one, um, I don't think it's really known, but a friend in Minneapolis, well, it no longer lives there, but found copies and maybe tracked down Mr. Lorenzi and got a stack of these mm-hmm. and gave me one. It's it's pretty strange. Um, kind of reminds me of Index or something, like a weird folk rock thing, even though it's fr- like 60s kind of uh Nugget, like mutant nuggets. Kind yeah, of thing. though um, it was. Rec- is it recorded in the seventies? It's, uh, it's from the mid seventies. Yeah, seventy six so. is on the on the jacket. Definitely sounds ten years earlier. Or something. Yeah, it's pretty Ron rugged. Yeah. Comes out on Mad Dog Records, which must just be some small little private yeah. press type thing. So let's let's give this a whirl. This is a Don Lorenzi, a track called Once Again. Mm-hmm. 
set there we heard some hungarian uh christmas tunes uh tis the season i guess right <laughs> it's never too early for christmas music <laughs> especially hungarian ones but uh we an artist called you said marta sebastian is someone whose vocals you've appreciated i'm completely unfamiliar uh tell us a little bit about the the artist here yeah cool so cover by the way very, yeah very cool it's um I knew her from Musicus, and then she had some s- other solo recordings that I think Musicus was the backing band for, and they're a much more traditional mm-hmm. acoustic string band. And I had heard about this. This was actually her first record. I think she was 25 or something, and um, you know, I really wanted to hear it. I, I have to. I always forget that there's YouTube. Also, <laughs> turns out the oh, whole yeah. thing. Is you can on. hear the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I can hear a lot of things in the world. <laughs> I always forget about that, though. I, I guess showing my age, but um, uh, anyway, so somehow this guy in Hungary contacted me and knew that I wanted it through Discogs or something. And, yeah. Um, he was like, "Yeah, I have three copies," and he wanted something that I had. And yeah. So we traded. A good trade. Yeah. It's a it's almost kind of a deceiving record because, you know, you you see it and it's Hungarian Christmas folk songs and it's got, you know, some of the like the I guess we would think of like holiday uh traditional artwork and things. Yeah. And then you hear it, I mean, it has this really interesting eighties Kate Bush uh pop sound to it. Yeah. It's not what it you was I was very surprised just yeah. from hearing her other music. Um but it's cool. I mean that that track I think is amazing and actually sort of fits the the feel of her later more recent stuff yeah yeah that more traditional somehow well it, I guess <laughs> it also fits some of the other tracks that you had uh, preceding it in that uh, set with like AC uh, Marias in front of that you right. know a great vocalist to come out of the 80s who did stuff with Dome and here a single she's doing stuff with uh, well some heavy hitters and Barry Adamson, Bruce Gilbert, Roland S. Howard, mm-hmm. tearing it up, covering "Can't Eat." Yeah, <laughs> I did not. I did not recognize that at all at first. Yeah, and I wouldn't know it just by the track itself. But "Can't Heat." I had a "Can't Heat" moment not too long ago where I just dove in head first. Like it's not a bad moment. No, no, not at all. <laughs> nice single though. Yeah, it's this really is a good. great single. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we also heard some stuff from the 80s from Roy Montgomery, his group, short-lived group, The Shallows. And you said this this is the only thing 
that they ever put out, right? Yeah, and on a, you know, I don't, I'm no uh, Roy Montgomery expert, but I think, I think this might have even come out after the band was done. I think it was just mm-hmm. like they had recorded it, and um, but I, I guess I don't know that for sure. Yeah, but for some reason, I think that's the case. Just looking at the the jacket and stuff, it seems like it was something that came out maybe in the '90s. It came out mm-hmm. in the '80s, but it Did was it? yeah. I think the band maybe didn't exist at that. But uh, yeah, I could he be wrong. Moved on, yeah. Um, cool tune though. I love hearing Mo- like Roy Montgomery vocal stuff. I do too. Yeah, I'm a sucker for that kind of bellowing, deep voice of his. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the track that we played was called "Suzanne Said," uh, and the B side of that was called "Trial by Separation." And then new stuff from uh, kind of a, someone that you've had some connections with through your label, uh, Chris Durham. Here, a new tape on his All Gone imprint. Uh, the tape was called. Uh, say hello to the end and a track called wild dogs that we played that's a great uh, strummy uh, record from him you yeah. know? And he's a he's a tough dude to pin down because <laughs> you know he'll go from this like crazy almost absurdist noise with church shuttle mm-hmm. and then there's quilt boy there's the stuff under his given name i you never really know what yeah. to expect from that bibs guy. roach clip all of yeah. his other bands too it's like um yeah, he's great. I mean, that's probably that's been my favorite label for years, and mm-hmm. it's just every every year that kind of strengthens, I guess, for me. Yeah, um, there's everything is so the presentation is so cool to me, and um, it's f- like you know I, the last time we were chatting on air, um, mm-hmm. uh, on tape or whatever, uh, I mentioned being in Australia. There were things that uh, on All Gone that I really wanted that were already sold out. Yeah. that I ended up finding in Australia. You had to travel all <laughs> the way around the world to get it, yeah. huh? That stuff disappears quickly, and it, it comes out without, you know, just slips under no the radar. Notice. yeah. Yeah, they're not, like, pumping or hyping their stuff on social media. It's just there on their page. If you want it, go get it. Yeah, then it's yeah. gone. Yeah, so what? which I should add, I'll put a link up on, on the playlist on our website. <clears throat> Click on the All Gone to get to their big cartel page and buy what you can now because it likely won't be there very long. And, <laughs> and I really, that includes myself. I yeah, need to do that. I recommend this tape. And there's a gauze and ivory band, which is um, Chris and Travis that are in the both in the bibs. Yep. I think it's a older recording that is, I don't think it's a reissue. I think it just, it, they never did anything with it. Yeah. But it's sort of shadow ringy. Oh, nice. It's good. I almost brought that. I didn't just, you know, I have another Alcon tape. I didn't want to. Do a full all, all gone tribute all gone set, but blah. well, we could, you know, yeah, we I could. wouldn't mind, but you know. I don't know. Well, if and if you haven't, I would also recommend picking up that Bibbs record that you put out. I mean, there's still copies of that floating around. That's I, yeah, I still have some. One of my favorites from the last year. I thought that was such a great record. Um, if you like kind of the loose shambolic folk rock, mm-hmm. that's a good one. And then we started off, speaking of loose, kind of shambolic, we had that Don Lorenzi track, which was great. Yeah. I, I get it. I get why you enjoy that. <laughs> yeah. Kind of loose, psyche rock with sax and all kinds <laughs> yeah. of stuff going on. Clarinet. Cla- yeah, there, man, it's great. I I never plan like a set. I mean, the same, if I DJ in a bar or whatever, I'd never plan to play songs together. But yeah. that and the Chris Durham those were the only, I think, in the history that I've ever been on this show that you or played? even DJing in public or anything like that that I've ever planned to play two songs together. Yeah. I thought those kind of 
The, you, I, the, I mean, you can't. It's the same as you, any. I mean. So you were coming in today with like, yep, I've got it. I was I, scheming. I'm going to anchor it down with these two tracks. <laughs> I don't know what to, what's going to happen around it. but Yeah. Well, it sounded good. Those went together well. That was a cool set. And uh, as we talked about at the top of the show, we usually just carve out some time to do label-related stuff. And uh, Chris, as we mentioned, you know, is involved with uh, running Soft Abuse Records. Been at it for, gosh, how long? 15 years? Yeah. Something like that? 15 years. It's been a while. Been a while. And then you and um, Glenn, within the last maybe four or five years, have started running uh, Fruits and Flowers, releasing mostly you know some tapes and singles. Mm-hmm. But you do have, this will be your first full length that you're putting out. The second, so we did that Michael O. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. That's uh, right. Yeah. And we had a single from him too, but. Right. So this will be the second. There's other LPs that are in various uh, test press purgatory yeah, exactly. I know how that goes um, right but this one is actually coming out very soon uh, Odd Hope we put out a single with yeah, him it's a uh, great single yeah Yeah. so this is you know um, put together an, an LP and I think it's amazing I mean it's that's you know I'm proud to be involved with everything that I've been involved with mm-hmm. this is one of those like wow you know right. it's amazing that I get to be a, a part of this Bay Area guy that's yeah, you know, does mm-hmm. Glenn play? He played a little bit with these guys too, right? Yeah, and he produced it. Okay, so he yeah. he was very, and he plays on it. Okay, but uh, yeah, it's it's a cool, as you will soon hear, it's a cool, <laughs> yeah, cool album. Yeah. yeah. When when do you expect this to be out? Because we have the test pressing here right now, and I know yeah. sometimes test pressings to final. Uh, Produced copies can even that can be a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> well, I'm a little behind. I mean, really, I should probably be doing some press for this. Um, well, this is it. Yeah, here we go. Kick off here. World premiere <laughs> right. right now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, maybe no. I think we're hoping for November. So okay, pretty soon. Um, and then another thing we'll hear in this set will come out the same time um, yeah. so we'll talk about that later probably. so really it's all marketing scheme waiting everything <laughs> right before the the people start making lists yeah right, that's what it is christmas lists right. all that every so, list that's all this year end soft abuse is all about <laughs> business strategy that's right that's why he, see it, it all comes from he came with two albums that he was going to play together <laughs> see the, the i'm sp- very sophisticated <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but uh yeah let's play something from this one odd hope the track is called we belong what's the title of the record uh, just self-titled. It is self-titled. All right, I'd hope. Starting the course, turning the new Since I have it turned to be wrong 
All right, that is good, good stuff. Forthcoming material from a longtime uh, label associate. <laughs> that sounds so business-like again. <laughs> I know, I keep returning to that. Uh, that was new stuff from uh, Matthew DeGenero uh, from a forthcoming tape called Conversation with a Roadside Skull. And uh, it's great to see that you're uh, still working with Matthew, even though he's not in our area anymore. I know. He's still yeah. in the Midwest. He's still in the Midwest. He didn't get blown away by any tornadoes out there? Not so far, thankfully. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Some of these songs are good. I mean, I think when he was, I'm trying to think back, I believe I heard that track, maybe when he played last here in Mankato, but I was wondering if he played that, a very different version, uh, when he recorded his in-studio session here on the show. It could be. I think he did. Yeah. But that's definitely went through some different permutations and whatnot. But, yeah, uh, with different recordings and stuff. Too, yeah, so. yeah. That was called All Thoughts uh, in front of that. So everything that you heard in that set again was either from forthcoming soft abuse releases or Fruits and Flowers. So, like, Chris, you can kind of tell us a little bit about each of them. We heard yeah. from Swiftums, again, another forthcoming release. This is from uh, Soft, or excuse me, from Fruits and Flowers, right. the 7-inch. Yeah, so um, they're a San Francisco band. And they've got a couple of other records out that are everything's really good. And um, so, yeah, we're pretty stoked on this one. I think it's going to come out in November also, just kind of waiting on the artwork mm-hmm. as of this day. Um, so, um, so yeah. Fruits and Flowers is really sort of, you're kind of particular in that it's really that kind of bedroom pop or DIY pop that you guys, that you and Glenn have a, a fondness for, <laughs> yeah. an appreciation for, right? That's right. Yeah, so, we're very, very particular with, um, yeah. with what we want to do. So um, You're the fruit, he's the flower? <laughs> what is the... It changes. <laughs> <laughs> um, it changes. In, in front of that, a release that is really sort of up in the air. I mean, this is just new stuff. Yeah. Uh, it would be a follow-up. Uh, you had put out a release by Olympus, which is uh, Stefan Neville, a.k.a. Pumice, who you've worked with a lot, and Kraus. Yep. And they put out that Bold Mold record, oh, man, several years yeah, back. 2010 or something, or 11, maybe. And this would be the follow-up, but it actually features uh, a, a much larger cast of characters on this one here. Yeah, lots of people. Um, I was kind of joking uh, I wasn't intending to play this, but since Stefan said it was okay, uh, yeah, <laughs> Stefan. Interestingly, Stefan sent it for for me to, to check out and, and play. So, yeah. uh, Stefan, if we if we're in the wrong here, <laughs> sorry, just let us know. We can remove this, right? <laughs> but we were pretty stoked to be playing it. That's a cool track. It's called "Rotting in the, in My Room." Yep. Um, yeah, there's a lot of guests on this one. A lot of different vocalists. Um, but yeah, it's so new. I mean, I I had heard that song a couple of months ago, but then I've just heard like the whole album as of the, like a week ago. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, who knows? I don't know when that's going to come out. <laughs> I was joking. Hopefully, it comes out before the next time I'm <laughs> yeah doing it. We'll be playing podcast. like it off the actual uh, an LP. Hopefully, yeah. Next with time. any luck. <laughs> with um, yeah. Hopefully, that'll come together pretty fast. But yeah, be on the lookout for it. I mean. It's, I'm glad to see that there was more material from mm-hmm. that crew there. Yeah, the whole, the, it's excellent. It's really yeah. good. We did hear from Krauss, new solo stuff from him, uh, forthcoming tape called Grip the Moon. 
and uh, the track that we played, the opening one, Seven Nights in a Rogue's Bed, and that one actually is due out fairly soon, like in November-ish. Yeah, so that and the Matthew DiGennaro cassette. Um, then there's another, there's going to be another Matthew DiGennaro LP next oh, year. Oh, nice. That's done. Um, we're just waiting on the artwork for that. And then okay. um, I have another tape, uh, Adam Cadell from oh, the yeah. uh, Scrapes mm-hmm. solo violin tape that, you know, I should have thought to play today. Uh, but um, <laughs> uh, anyway, so those are all kind of coming. Actually, and the fruit stuff is all kind of coming out at the same time. Yeah, it happens. So, yeah. Life, you know, it. W- your whole focus is not running a label. There's other things Unfortun- going on behind the scenes. Right? Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> I have a job and that's, other th- things. That's life, yes. Yeah. Living life. <laughs> and we heard from Odd Hope with uh, We Belong. Great track. Yeah. Looking forward to hearing the entirety of that one there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, lots of things in the pipeline here in the next months, years ahead. <laughs> yeah. It's all being mapped out right before right. us here. But uh, we have just, you know, maybe 20 minutes or so, a little more than that to round things out. So we're going to try to play as much as we can here. And uh, we have a record from Rick uh, Tomlinson, Phases of Daylight. Uh, you want to set this one up? Yeah. So um, he was in Voice of Seven wo- Voice of the Seven Woods and Voice of the Seven Thunders. Uh, I, I'm not totally sure about the, um, the differences there, but... Um, Anyway, this came out like January or something, mm-hmm. and um, he put it out himself, and it's really a really great record, one of my favorites of this year. It looks um, like the first thing on this imprint yeah. or his imprint. Yeah, um, and I think it's actually already out of print. But, oh, is it really? Um, anyway, so yeah, this is um, – a big favorite of mine for this year. This and the Josh Abrams, I would, I, yep. the, I, that's another one. So those are going to be on the list. They're on my list. <laughs> we're shortlisting <laughs> it right now. We're making it as we're, uh, as we're going through. Uh, but yeah, we're going to play a track here. This is the closing track of the album. It's called Living Stream, again from Rick Tomlinson.
set of music was uh, Nathan Bowles, an artist that you've also worked with on the label. This came up from a record that he did last year called Hole in Coven, a very nice release. I know that that was one of you, one of your favorites of last year. Right? Yeah, for sure. And I think it has only gotten better with time. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, Good it's amazing. Yeah, he's a talented, talented guy for sure. We heard a lengthy one from John, oh, sorry, Don Cherry there, his album Eternal Now, one of the better yard sale scores <laughs> if I've ever heard one. For sure, yeah. For a dollar. That doesn't happen very often. No. If uh, you find Don Cherry yeah, in the Yeah, I found two Don Cherry records at yard sales this summer. So. Incredible. Uh, and then Rick Tomlinson started it off again from his Phases of Daylight album we heard Living Stream in. We're, we're down to the end, sadly. That was fun. That went Once went we got fast. into the groove, <laughs> once the turntable situation was taken care of, it went well. Uh, thanks, Chris, so much. You know, it's always fun. Yeah, always happy to come down. Yeah, you're, the Mankato journey <laughs> continues. <laughs> and now we get to go see the legendary Stardust Cowboy. A good treat. Yeah. With beer and pizza, as always. As always. But we thought we would uh, end. I think this is very appropriate. Uh, we lost a great one this past week, a Minnesota legend in, in Grant Hart. And uh, somebody that we were talking off mic, just someone that we, you'd cross paths with at shows in Minneapolis. And someone who just stayed true uh, to who he was, was a, a supporter of local things and uh, an interesting character, uh, a genuine character for sure. Yeah. A true artist too, I would say. Yeah. A great mind. And I, if you get a chance, uh, check out that documentary. I think you get at least a glimpse of, you know, how, how thoughtful he is. And, uh, we thought we would end with a, a Grant Hart track from his debut yep. uh, solo release on SST records. And, uh, the track that you picked out is now that you know me, which is yeah. such a good, good song. It's a great, yeah. There's classics on here for sure, but this one's my f- my personal favorite, and very. It's been a sad few days since he passed away. Yeah. So good choice, and uh, again, thanks so much, Chris. And uh, here's our sign off with uh, Grant Hart.